Welcome to the Next Level Woman podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa Hart, the results manifestation coach for women. I am on a mission to help them just like you to break through your limiting beliefs, your old programming and paradigms to truly manifest a life that you want, not what everyone else in your world and in society tells you that you should have, but what you want. You are in for such a treat because what we're going to be doing in this show is to help you unlock the secrets to manifesting that life. Where those secrets exist, they exist in your mind. And our goal through these episodes is to really help you unlock the secrets to take your life to the next level to manifest a life that you love. So whether you want more money, more freedom, to have more impact, better relationships, you want better health, happiness, whatever your goal is, we are here to support you in achieving it. Tune in to this podcast every single week like it's your job, because I promise you, it's going to create massive change in your life. So let's do this. Welcome back to Next Level Woman. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa Hart, and I am so excited because I'm going to introduce you today to Lauren Joyce. We have known each other for years, and her energy is beautiful, and she helps women with some very important things like sex and sensuality. But let me read her short bio just so I don't miss anything. Lauren Joyce is the world's top feminine embodiment leadership mentor and founder of the Magnetic Woman Empowerment and Lifestyle Brand. She's on a mission to help women reclaim their feminine power through awakening their sensuality and sexuality. I love it. Welcome, Lauren. Thank you so much for having me here. So tell us about your story. How did you come to be this sort of coach? Yeah, so... As you mentioned, I'm Lauren Joyce and my company, my brand called The Magnetic Woman. So I feel like being the magnetic woman running a company, especially around sensuality, sexuality is something I never, ever even thought I would be doing, right? So I grew up Catholic, went through 10 years of Catholic school. So the idea that I'm now a sex coach is like mind blowing <laughs> to the awesome. good little Catholic girl that I was. Um, and, you know, I was very like stereotypical type A overachiever, like got so much of my worth and my identity from my straight A's and my success and my accomplishments and very much taking the road that I assumed that you take. You go to college and you start working, then you go to grad school and you probably marry the guy that you're dating in college because those are, you know, the boxes that you tick off. And so that was the path that I was on. And when I was 25, my dad passed away and it shook me and my world to the core. And I had no idea how to handle that depth of grief and loss. And so shortly after he passed away, I had so many women coming to me, telling me that they had lost their father or somebody important to them. 
you know, 10, 15, even 20 years ago. And I saw them quite honestly still stuck in it. Most of them had been through multiple divorces. It was very clear that that was a defining moment for them, but not in a healthy way. And a few weeks after he passed away, I started in grief counseling. And I remember sitting across from the grief counselor and I said, I don't know how this is possible right now because it is so extremely painful, but I only want this experience to make me a better person. And I only want to do things that make me happy in my life now. Like it was very much this, wait, is this the road that I want to be on? And so in some ways I was kind of desperate. So I was like looking for answers, looking for information. And I had stumbled upon mom and Gina, Regina Thomas Hour, the woman who wrote the book, Pussy, a reclamation. This is back in 2013 before this was like her book was out, nothing like that. And she had a program and it was supposed to help you live a pleasurable life. So I'm over here like, perfect. I'll be able to completely sidestep my grief because that's not pleasurable. And I'll get like a permission slip to eat chocolate cake every single day. Here's my credit card. Sign me up. Perfect. And show up to the first day of the program. And again, good student as I am ready with notebook in hand. And within about an hour, Regina talks about how a woman's power is found in her connection to her pussy and her sensuality. And I wanted to run out of the room screaming And yet there was something inside of me that knew this was information I needed and knew it was some kind of truth that I had never heard before. And so while I started to learn about the feminine and the divine feminine and sensuality, one, I saw myself moving through grief and my, and the loss that I was experiencing in a very healthy way, very head on, very eyes open and really processing. Right. Uh-huh. But I also found myself more confident, happier, more excited about life than I ever had been. And so after being in that world for a year, a year and a half, two years, I realized if this content, this work, this information that quite frankly, I was like, why were we never taught this growing up? You know, it's, it is a goldmine. If it could help me through loss, I wanted to give this information to women because it was so powerful. And so I started researching how I could help women get this information. And obviously then I found online coaching, went through umpteen different certifications and all across, you know, the board, Right, right. started my coaching business. So now I really focus on helping women tap into and embody their feminine power, their feminine leadership, specifically through healing, embracing, and celebrating their sensuality and sexuality. Because for me, in what I learned and what I've seen over the last almost decade from when I I started this is that a woman's connection to her body, her sensuality, pleasure, orgasm, it is the area that we are still so woefully un and undereducated in as women. It is still the area that is seen as like taboo, dirty, shameful, don't talk about it. Like, I definitely don't want to be too sexy or be seen that way. And yet it holds the keys to such 
power, freedom, liberation, all of these things that I see so many women searching for in, in everything outside of themselves, right? The accomplishment, success, the degrees, the milestones. It's like, okay, if I, if I check all these boxes, then I'll finally feel this inner sense of fulfillment and enoughness and okayness. And it never comes because it, it not just is an inside job, but again, to me, this, this area, this landscape is where women are still so in the dark. Right. Do you find a difference between the different, your clients of different ages? Yes and no. Um, I talk a lot about growing up Catholic and now granted my family wasn't like very fundamental in terms of religion, but I did go through 10 years of Catholic school. So five days a week, you're getting religion class and Bible study and mass. And so I talk a lot about kind of deconstructing and deconditioning the religious beliefs. So I get a lot of women who have a similar background or have a heavy religious influencing. And so to me, that spans any age and generation. Of course, with women of different ages, there are different kind of quote unquote issues. Women who I would say are, I am a millennial. And so I think really millennials and above, but definitely like Gen X, Boomer, like oh, women over 40, 50, there's even more layering and conditioning around this. And yet you would might be surprised that like millennials and and even women younger than me still have so much shame and fear and conditioning around it. And unfortunately, the reality is that at least one in three women has been, has experienced some kind of sexual assault or violence. So there's a lot of trauma that spans any age. Are you still able to help the women if they've experienced trauma? Oh, certainly. So for me, the work that I do in terms of my private coaching or group programs, I really recommend that if if it's a recent trauma or if you have never seen a trauma specialist for that specifically, that you're probably not ready for my work. So really the women, it's my work is definitely more of a reclamation. So it's for the women who have done the in ways like acute trauma work and are ready to reclaim their sensuality their sexiness the parts of themselves that they have disowned dissociated from or kind of locked that makes sense and um you know as a medical doctor i get to hear the people's vulnerabilities and i would say that a lot of women never reclaim it so we need a lot more coaches like you Absolutely. And just to be able to have a dialogue, even between women within families, it's still, you know, still a lot of families don't talk about sex or money and how you handle one is typically how you handle the other. I mean, they're so deeply tied and deeply related, right? And if we just look historically, you know, it wasn't until what the eighties or eighties, maybe that women could have their own credit cards and like have their own bank accounts in every madness. <laughs> and it wasn't until the nineties that marital rape was outlawed in all States. Like we, to me, it, it's so clear. It's like, if our connection to our sensuality and sexuality wasn't so innately powerful, if it wasn't the source of our power, why has the patriarchy spent 3,500 years doing everything and it's power to disconnect us from this one thing? 
Right, right. Absolutely. So do you ever walk through your day and you see people going about their lives? Do you think if only women knew this, what's your thing for that? There's so many things. Um, my first is that pleasure is your birthright. Pleasure's okay and safe. You're allowed to find pleasure in everything. And if only women knew that your sexual power is your personal power. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And how long do you take to help people to help women to reclaim their sensuality and their sexuality? Sounds like it could be a long process. It can be. I mean, I have content that spans it all, right? I have like content bundles where you can just purchase and listen and begin to dip your toes in the water. I have like more group programs. I have higher level one-on-one mentorship. And to me, like reclaiming your sensuality and sexuality is just an ongoing lifelong journey because the world, the patriarchy, the culture, the system that we live in is set up with the notion that men and the masculine are the gold standard and women and the feminine are worth less than men and the masculine. And so the majority of our outside world is set up and really reinforces this idea that being connected to our power as women, being our full selves is not okay, it's not safe, and it's not welcomed. So knowing that it is a discipline and a commitment to every day come back to the truth that no, my body is sacred, no, my connection to myself, to my sensuality, to my sexuality is something that I am choosing to prioritize for me. So again, it, it depends on where a woman is at and where she desires to go. But I work with clients for years, not because they struggle for years, but because it's, it's like a treasure chest. They finally get to open the treasure chest and they're like, oh my gosh, I want to go through all of it. I want to dig down to the bottom and it just keeps going and going and going. Well, I would imagine you would have a lot of women who are recently divorced, perhaps. Um, yep. Especially if you're coming out of a bad marriage. Yeah, I get women who are recently divorced. I get a lot of women who have been so focused and so prioritized in their career and typically male and masculine dominated fields. So like engineering, IT, you know, climbing the corporate ladder. And it's like, I learned from the onset that my feminine was a detriment to me professionally. So I disowned it, dissociated from it, locked it in a box And now I'm at this point in my life where I don't feel fulfilled. I don't feel happy. Like my relationship has suffered or ended and I don't want to live this way anymore. Like I want to feel excited and joyful and, you know, lit up and radiant in the world. I love that. Reminds me, I started out as a CPA back in the day with one of the big firms and it was very rigid what you were supposed to wear. You were supposed to wear a suit with a skirt and hose and heels. And it couldn't have any color. You know, it had to be like a man's uh-huh. suit. And I remember this one woman, she was so inspirational because she wore dresses that were flowery. She um, was 
she shopped at you know, Neiman Marcus and mm-hmm. she she would wear whatever the heck she wanted and she was very good but I remember it was just the talk of the firm yeah but um she didn't give in and I always I always hung on to just a little bit of her energy so she was mm-hmm. definitely well before her time but what you're saying is real is so real I mean I've written content and like talked about this before but I, in my former career, like what I went to school for and what I, I did for a while was I was a sign language interpreter. And I say I was paid to be invisible. If it, like you had to blend in no bright nail polish, no bright lipstick, no prints. Right. And so when I started to really learn and begin to master and live the feminine arts and principles, so like desire, like what do, but what do I like? Oh, that's a that's an option what you what do I feel amazing in so if you follow me or look at any of my stuff it's like red and leopard and like I'm always having red lipstick on and you know and at first I thought it was this like defiance of okay I've been forced to live inside of this box in this kind of uniform okay this is me rebelling and then after a few years, it was like, no, this is just what I really like. And I was never allowed to fully express it, you know? But I think it doesn't matter whether or not you've had a career where you've been told to wear something specific. I think that feeling of I have to hide or not even look at who I am or investigate what I like is so universal for women whether that be in terms of a part of your personality or your desires that you let go of or thought that you had to give up in order to be in a relationship or to be a mother or in order to be a good employee or in order to whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, one of the things that when I work with clients that we really begin to hone in on is desire, not goals, not wants, not needs, but desire. Like what really excites you? And most women have spent the majority of their lives not even asking themselves that, not even allowing that thought to kind of bubble to the surface. That is so true. And it really all starts with desire, right? Oh, yeah. And it needs to be a heartfelt one, a really strong desire. For sure. And so I have my clients practice, like when you think about what, you want to eat for breakfast, ask yourself, what do I desire for breakfast? Right. And even shifting from what do I want to what do I desire? will just begin to prime your brain into a space of like, one, it's okay to ask myself Two, it's okay to then go ahead and get it. And three, my desires are there and available for me. Love that. Now you said something about a daily, you know, daily work. Do you that always makes me think about doing a daily morning routine. Do you have a morning routine that you could share yeah, with us? I do. So for me, and I, my principle and philosophy is, I get a lot of women who ask me, how do I get into my feminine? Like after work, how do I shift? And it's like, no, it's about starting there. <laughs> starting there, shifting into the quote unquote masculine or focus or whatever you want to call it. And then coming back to being in your body. So for me, the morning is all about being in my body. So I get up, I drink coffee, I read, I journal, I work out, I meditate. Often I'll do like breath work or feminine embodiment practices. So 
stuff around movement or sensuality, using the jade egg or sexual energy practices. And then I go into creating content or coaching my clients or, you know, any kind of marketing. But for me, the morning, and I, I shift what is like, quote unquote, in the morning routine, but it is, it's all about connecting within and it's all about connecting to my body. That makes sense. And do you have any yoga or anything like that that you do? Yeah, I mean, I work out daily. So I tend to do in-home workouts that are more like Pilates and bar inspired yoga. So those tend to be my, my workouts. And then for the embodiment practices, they are what I call either non-goal oriented movements. So not necessarily yoga, but dancing, you know, just kind of like moving my body and letting my body move how it wants to move. Um, other like sensuality, sexuality based practices, again, out of my head into my body, really dropping within. Got it. So it sounds like you're pretty spiritual and in touch with um, universal energy. Is there anything that you feel you check in, you feel uh, called to share with our listeners today? Something we may not have covered. Yeah. So in terms of spirituality, I think, again, I was raised Catholic, which is very male centric. And growing up, I felt a desire to be very quote unquote, like devout but it never really clicked either. I was like, this kind of, a lot of this stuff doesn't make sense, but I have this desire to like be devoted, right? To, to something. And so when I really started to learn about like the divine feminine and goddesses and, and all of that, it allowed me to recreate and, and or create a spiritual connection. So for me, I think one of the biggest things, and I say this all the time, is for us as women, we have to realize that oftentimes the disconnect spiritually and physically is because the patriarchy took the feminine out of the divine and made God male and then took the divine out of the body and made our bodies as women wrong and dirty and shameful. So in terms of spirituality, I think I know that the sexuality and spirituality are so deeply tied and linked and that a reclamation of your sensuality and sexuality gets to be and is a spiritual path and they are one in the same the more i deepen my connection to my body to my sexuality the more i deepen my connection spiritually and vice versa and so i think you know, when we are raised in a society that is so hyper-focused on a Madonna whore paradigm, either you're good and virginal or bad and slutty, there can be a fear for a lot of spiritual women and this like up and out of the body spirituality, right? Where it's like, I meditate, I journal, I, I get up and out of the physical body or I'm heart-centered. Great. Necessary. But it's about being so deeply rooted in your body and realizing that there is like divinity within that. There is this connection to 
oneness to the universe, to God, goddess, whatever you want to call it, through your body, through reclaiming this beautiful, sacred, powerful part of who you are as a woman. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. So um, I like to ask what if you have one actionable tip that our listeners can use to make their lives better. Yeah. You shared so many already. I have to take to ask. <laughs> no, it's fine. So again, I think a big barrier for a lot of women is the embracing of pleasure, right? We think pleasure is bad, like hedonistic, gluttonous, all of those things. Pleasure, right, is just enjoying the moment. Pleasure brings you into the body and into the present moment. So my actionable tip was begin to look throughout your day at what you can allow yourself to experience pleasure. So my favorite example, and it's because I'm a huge caffeine addict, is your morning cup of coffee or tea or lemon water or whatever you drink first thing in the morning. Most people will have their phone, they'll be scrolling, they'll already be looking at emails, they feel behind the ball, they're running late, blah, blah, blah. And if they drink coffee, it's like, get it into my system as quickly as possible because I'm already behind, right? Mm -hmm. Focusing on pleasure, prioritizing pleasure means putting the phone down, pouring the coffee, maybe adding a little cinnamon or creamer, holding the cup and feeling the warmth, smelling the coffee, taking that first sip and tasting it and enjoying it. That micro moment of being present to the pleasure of the coffee will radically change your entire day. So my my biggest tip for women is look at how can you make something like 5%, 10% more pleasurable? And typically it's just by bringing your attention to the pleasure that's already available there. I love that. Okay. I mean... Have to radically change my coffee uh, routine. That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> the way you described that was awesome. Oh, my gosh. Well, what is the best way for our listeners to get in touch with you, to follow you, participate in your coaching or any other programs? Yeah, amazing. Well, again, thank you so much for having me here. So if you'd love to connect with me deeper, I am the magnetic woman in real life and across all of the internet. So you can yes. find my website, themagneticwoman.com. And I have free embodiment practices there for you to pick up. I love Instagram and I'm constantly doing stories. So if you want to see more of the behind the scenes of how I live, how I embrace my feminine and incorporate pleasure, you definitely want to follow me there. And I have a free Facebook group called the Magnetic Woman's Soiree because, it, you know, life's a party. So we might as well party on Facebook too. And come over, say hello. Let me know that you heard me here on the podcast and, and what you've loved. And I'd love to connect deeper. And you, you have a podcast too, right? I do. Yes. It's called the Magnetic Woman Show. So, you know, if you want more content, especially around sensuality, sexuality, um, I have interviews there as well. Yeah, just come over, say hello, let me know that you're you're here and listening and, and all the good stuff. It's been such a pleasure to have well, you. Thank you, so much. thank you for coming on. Oh, Being my so, pleasure. So giving. Oh, and to our listeners, until next time, much love.
hey, before you go, I hope that you loved this episode. I would love it if you could do me two quick favors. First, make sure to subscribe to Next Level Woman. That way, you will get notified when the new episodes are coming out. So definitely subscribe to follow us. The other thing that I would love for you to do is to join us in my Next Level Manifestation Facebook group. This is an awesome place off the podcast platform where you can ask questions. I do free trainings and share very helpful resources there too. You're going to love it. And it's a great place to also find other women who are going after big dreams and getting great results. Links are in the show notes or go to lisahart.com, L-I-E-S-A-H-A-R-T-E.com. L-I-E-S-A-H-A-R-T-E.com.